You're listening to Shit Gamers Say, only on the Ohio State Podcast Network. Testing, 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 one, two, three, internet radio. everybody welcome to another episode of shit gamer say i'm your host joe boda with me today are peter samin hey and kyle hutchinson hey kyle your voice has changed hey i'm peter <laughs> you're not kyle stop talking for kyle you i'm don't an speak intruder for kyle. Oh, no. Kyle, you need to speak up. I'm sorry. Kyle, I can't hear you. Kyle, turn on your mic. Kyle, we can't... Kyle. Kyle, are you dead? Kyle, don't die. We need you and your sweet, sweet brain matter. (laughs) Yeah, no, Kyle's not here right now. Kyle is uh, sleeping in because I decided to move the podcast to an earlier time to allegedly accommodate someone else, but that someone else is not answering unless... Have you seen any text, Peter? Nope. Not answering. No, He's I, dead. I, everyone is in a weird state right now. Clearly. Yeah, we tried to get Oliver back on the podcast, and alas, he has... Saturday has killed him. So, so it's now... <laughs> right now, it's just me and Peter. So, hello, Peter. Oh, hello. How are you doing? Oh, I'm... I'm How are fantastic. you doing? Oh, what? How okay, are you I'm, doing? I'm not. How are you happy. doing? Uh, this is. Te- I'm terrible. You're terrible. Right now, things are not good. What What is not good in the world of Peter? Do you really want to know? I want to know every disgusting detail. Best Buy. Let oh ta- fuck! Why did I engage? Let me tell you a few things about Best Buy. Uh, tell me about Best Buy. You see, they've they've been they've been uh they've been struggling over there. They've. Uh, They've had to fight with big boy Amazon. They've had to keep mm-hmm. up. Uh, they've made a few programs to try to do that. They've got their their uh, Best Buy Rewards members membership you can get. They also have a Gamers Club member membership. I am a member of the Gamers Club. I get twenty percent off all gaming products. So here's 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 the deal about about this all though. So I went there on Friday morning before they even opened. I got there. Made a special trip there. I, I had called. I had called previously. I was making sure they had what I wanted in stock. They they assured me. They assured me we've got we've got what you need. Don't worry, we got plenty of stock. Just come on over. We got it. So I came over. There was three other folks there going for the same thing. We we, we entered the store as as it, it as it is opening. We talked to the employees. They have no fucking idea what we're talking about. It seems as though their entire memory has been erased. What product you mean? Like, what do you mean? We don't have that. That's probably sold out. No, it can't be sold out. We we, we called earlier. All of us have. You must have it in stock. We, we, we talked to some other employees. They say, okay, we'll look in the back for it. They check the, the database. Oh, we've got, a, we've got around seven, between seven and 11 units uh, in the back somewhere. Okay, we'll, we'll wait for it then. An hour and a half later, th- they've been searching this entire time, have not found a single unit. Um, at this point, me and the other folks are just like, you know what, forget it. Just put our names on a list. If you find the units, please notify us. 
It's Sunday. No notification. I haven't found any. They they have not found any. I've called back several times. Hey, what's the status on this? Can't find anything. I've complained to the manager saying, I'm afraid your store is extremely poorly kept because I can't think of any other store that has had a launch for something and can't find the units. And that's why I'm incredibly upset with Best Buy. Okay, so now now I'm sure you have much respect for this story I just told, right? I'm literally in your corner every step of now the way. Now let me fill in the blank of I was looking for the new Amiibos. So now you have a little less respect. I, I knew, but yes. But, but it still holds <laughs> true that, okay, the Meta Knight Amiibo is exclusive to Best Buy. I've, as this was happening, I'm seeing tweets from everyone saying, Oh, my Best Buy has a line. Oh, my Best Buy is giving out tickets. Oh, my Best Buy has a whole bunch of them, you know, in an orderly fashion that we can go grab. I get to my Best Buy, I don't know, they don't know what the fuck we're talking about. What the fuck is up with the Terre Haute Best Buy? I don't know, they can't even do their fucking jobs. I like, I get, I had really, like, choice words for the manager. I talked to him, I said, hey... I'm just going to lay it out for you. Every other Best Buy that I've seen had an orderly line, had units ready to go, had tickets, had employees that knew what they were talking about, and we didn't have to inform them that this product was coming out today and is, is exclusive to Best Buy. Yours was an in-order mess. Maybe you should get a hold of your Best Buy and then they can't even find the units, so clearly either they were lost or stole, or stolen, which that's kind of ridiculous to have a to as a manager of a store to know that your units are missing. That's kind of weird. So yeah, I, that was an extremely poor experience. Everyone there was really upset because we had waited so long to have these Best Buy employees shuffling around like like idiots in the back. And then and then the lady, okay. Then the lady had the nerve to come up to us and say, well, you know, you could just buy it online. And then all of us at once just say, no, no, you can't. You can't buy this online. It's impossible. They're not in stock. Like these Amiibos are impossible to fucking find. Like they're not online. Like if they were online, we would have bought it online and never, you know, stepped into your stupid store. Is it possible that there was like a logging error and they may have sent those uh, seven to a higher volume store? Because honestly, seven seems actually su- su- pretty high. Exactly. For well, it seems substantial, and that's why we were excited. We're like, oh, cool, you actually got seven? We were expecting that, like, of the four of us, maybe two or three of us would actually get one. So I don't know what happened, but it's been ridiculous, and they've been extremely poor in like informing me what the hell's going on. I have to call them basically every day and be like, "Hey, like, what's up with that?" They're like, "Well, we're still looking for it." I'm like, and then in my head, I'm like, "Yeah, I doubt you are still looking for it. I bet you've just kind of put this on the back burner, burner, and just ignoring me at this point." <laughs> I mean, what would you do if some a crazy Amoeba fan asked you? Well, the thing is, we weren't crazy about it at all. I feel yeah. like we were very reasonable. We waited for an hour and a half, and we weren't, like, hasty about it. We were just like, yeah, can you, like... And the the worst part was that there were all these other employees doing random shit, like, oh, I gotta get these game chairs out. Oh, I gotta get these copies of the Order 1886 out on the floor. I'm just like, okay... How about, how about you just take 10 minutes, take all your employees, and just look for this thing? 
it the store just opened. There's no one here. I think the the copies of eight the order eighteen eighty six can wait a few minutes. Just find the amiibos for a second. I think the hardest <laughs> part, like especially for larger retails, when dealing with amiibos, is there is such a fervor around you know g- g- collecting them all. Yeah. But they're still a very niche product. Like that's kind of like this weird. Totally, but when you've... Okay, the thing is, it wasn't just Meta Knight. It was Meta Knight, Ike, DDD. Five different Amiibos were coming out today, or Friday. So, and we were all going to buy one of each. So when you have four people each about to buy a $15, uh, five of a $15 product, that's hundreds of dollars in, of sales right there. I feel like they should have a little bit higher priority of like, hey, these people actually want to give us money like right now. We might might want to find what they want to buy. Like that's just bad service, especially when you know you have guaranteed sales right in front of you. Yeah, I like I'm not 100% sure how their Best Buy's back room is organized, it, but as far I would, as I could tell, it's a fucking terrible Well, that's the thing <laughs> is when someone asks for something and like you like request something and they might have someone in the back, they can find it usually pretty quickly. Yeah. So the inability for them to find and have, did they have other Amiibos stocked like on shelves? They like only, older Amiibos? they, uh, they had some on, on the shelves, but they're only the common ones, you know, the well, Mario's and Luigi's of the world. But then that's the point is that they've dealt with this before. So they probably have a section to keep those in. Why, if they can't find the ones that they have in that section, then I'm going to just assume that they literally do not have them. Which is crazy. Like, Which is crazy because they... You, I don't think you understand, Joe. I specifically called them the day before saying, hey, you got these? And they assured me so much that they definitely had them and they definitely had plenty of units for anybody that came in. And then you come in and they can't even find them. It's like, you guys just lied to me. Well, you I mean, you they, assured, they assured you because they looked at the computer and it said, yep, we got Amiibos. And then you may have asked them to check in the back just to be sure. And then they, like, browsed on their phone for five to ten minutes. Like, yeah. but yes, yes, it's still, like, it, it it's it's shitty. Again, it's, I'm it's, not, it's, I've it's, never wanted a physical product so badly. It's, like, it's well, hard for me to empathize, but see, I understand I'm gonna it. wait. I'm going to wait. Like, there's nothing for me to do, but it just pisses me off that... Of all the Best Buys, I get the shitty Best Buy. Like, it just... It, it, it's, it's stuff like this is why I feel like brick-and-mortar stores deserve to be going out of business. Like, it's stuff like this where it's like, you guys didn't even try. Like, you guys... It should have been ready. It should have been ready to go. I should. We shouldn't be going in there telling the employees what this product is when it is a Best Buy exclusive. Like it's a Best Buy product. Like it's being distributed solely by Best Buy. No other stores. And every other store that I, every other Best Buy store had signs, had lines, had like you know, it was almost like a console launch. Like people were were saying it was like a console launch where you go in and they're giving out tickets to be in line. You know. Yeah. So it, it just feels like my Best Buy just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, it, it's I yeah, it's doubly frustrating just when you are stuck with the bad one. So 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 far no do you have any backup plans as of right now other than just waiting on this Best Buy? So luckily I was able to get uh a Meta Knight from the Best Buy near my house. Um I was I got my sister to go pick it up. So we're good with we're good with the on the med night. 
I do need. I still need to get Ike and DDD, but guess what? I'm probably not going to get it at Best Buy because they fucking suck. So I'm going to be. Uh, I've had more luck with Toys R Us around here, so I'm just going to wait on Toys R Us to get stock in. So, yeah. All right. Well, that is the resolution. Basically, I'm not going to be shopping at Best Buy. Sorry, Best Buy. You don't get my money. Not. You know what? Even I can get behind the not going to Best Buy ever thing. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, if that was your experience with physical product, what was your experience this week with actual fucking games? Actual fucking games? Actual fucking games. Well, Rated Joe. AO. Well, Joe, my quarter wrapped up this week. week. This wick? This, this wick. wick. I wrapped up the wick and I burnt we- it. On English both ends. now? Oh, really? Excellent. I saw How John did you Wick. Burn your no, wick? I wish I did see John Wick. No, um, my quarter wrapped up this week. I do have a couple exams, but I I postponed studying for them because it's like, dude, I need like some relaxation time. Mm-hmm. So I did play. I played quite a few games, but I'm just gonna go down the highlights. Like, there's always there's a list of games that I go through when I have free time. Yeah. You know, there's Rock Band. There's Soul Calibur. Um. I popped in, uh, geez, what did I pop in? I played a ton of fighting games with my friend that came over. Just random shit like Marvel vs. Capcom. Not 2, the original. Just like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's play this because we hate ourselves. Is there a, um, wait, oh, oh, so the first one isn't as good as the second oh, one. Oh, no, not, it's it's like a, the second one beats the first one in basically every aspect. Like, there's more characters, it's easier to control, the resolution's better, like, like the the thing that's cool about Marvel versus Capcom is the backgrounds are 3D while the uh, characters are 2D. In the first game, like it has some of the same stages, but they're 2D sprites and they just look terrible. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it and at least on this HD version, I mean, I guess it's because it's it's sprites, so they can't stretch it, or it would look terrible. But um, it's it's four by three. But then you you uh, put in Marvel versus Capcom two. Uh, the new HD version, well, relatively new. Obviously, it came out a few years ago, and it they had stretch they had stretched out the screen, and like it looks amazing in widescreen, and oh, it's a bi- it's a big difference, and it's yeah, it's a ton of fun. But so right now they're up to three though, right? They are up to three. I do not own three. I I've wanted to get three, but um, I don't know if you know about this, but the uh, the license with Marvel expired, and now that game is really hard to find. Oh, I think we got it on 360 here at my house. Oh, totally. But, like, new copies. It's hard to find yeah. new copies. And they pulled all the DLC from the store. So, like, there's no way to get some of that content. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's a, that's unfortunate. Which is kind of crazy because the game only came out, what, two and a half years ago? So you're telling me that, with, that they made a game and thought, you know what, a license for two years, that's fine. It's like, no, like, games, the shelf life of a fighting game is much longer than two years. That's I, I wonder if perhaps I mean this is obviously a shot in the dark now that like newer consoles consoles are out but maybe it was one of those things where they're like well we'll we're well I'm sure the Marvel license is expensive so we start with that and then we move on to the fact that well this not might not be relevant anyway maybe maybe, maybe they I would, would, I would almost find that like new consoles would mean hey we'll do the eight, the 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 work to port them to the other consoles but instead the license has expired so they can't do anything with it unless they renewed the license somehow they have not renewed the license well i know, obviously they have not renewed the license but if they were 
No, it's it's unfortunate. A lot of a lot of Marvel games had their licenses end abruptly. Like mm-hmm. th- that Deadpool game, like that thing got pulled from shelves and everything. Well, that needed to get pulled from shelves. <laughs> it's actually an okay game. It's all right. It's got my man Nolan North in it, so every game has your man Nolan North I've, in it. I love. Have I told you how much I love Nolan North? You have a problem. He is. He is. You know, screw. Uh, who's the new guy? I don't like. Who's the uh the new guy that's in like everything now? Oh, I I know who you're talking screw about. Screw that new guy, Nolan North forever. Fuck you, new guy. <laughs> but so you played some Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah. Uh, and then you played fighting. You played all kinds of things. Yeah, it seems. but those are those are not the highlights. So the highlights are. What are the highlights? Jesus Christ! What, what, what did what, you do? What, what did you even do? I don't know what I fucking did. Okay, I played through all of the unfinished Swan. All of it. All of it. How long is that game? It's a couple hours. It's a three hours long. Okay, so two it's hours a, long. I, all I, right. I, I did wasn't I wasn't keeping close monitoring a um, close monitor on it, but it's it's like it's a one sitting kind of game. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, that game's really good. Is it okay? It, I dude, forget, it's really good. Remind me what the unfinished one is, because I remember the name, but I cannot remember yeah, the it's actual. It's the one game. where you're in a white room throwing paint at shit. Okay. Oh well, I mean, oh yeah. Okay, the one where okay, you it's can't 3D. see the one it's like that, yeah, it's three D and you can't see where you are. It's all white, no shadows. And you have to throw paint to see where the hell you're going. Yeah, I remember this. That's only the first level. It, it like it. It expands upon the concept as you go. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know, I, I was really impressed with the game. I really like it. Um, I, it. It's a long time coming. I know it came out a while on PS3 and then eventually got ported to PS4. Um, so I played it on PS4. Um, I don't know, it's, I just, I was really impressed with it. I don't want to talk too much about, like, what's in it, because honestly, like, it's spoiler city. Like, if I tell you what's in it, that's that is the game like <laughs> okay well then so, that kind of like leads into my question i guess it kind of also answers it is there anything more than just game is it trying to oh, tell dude. a story at all yeah like oh god expertly so like I, it was i was really enjoyed it like and the, the twist oh my god there's a twist they I, fit I, a twist into there yeah like hmm. okay so I actually played this with my buddy that was over. We were uh, passing back and forth between levels or lives. Well, actually, there weren't aren't really lives. I guess there are lives, but failure like, states. There's a failure state, but it's like literally like, oh, we reset you to the ground. It's like it's it's fine. Um, so yeah, and yeah, both of us when the twist happened, like au- audible remarks, like audible, like oh boy, like shit, like that. Like it was, it we enjoyed it immensely. So how I mean obviously it's not the same game but like it it sounds like there is something more to this than just gameplay how does it hold oh. to something like brothers Oh jeez I'm baiting you You motherfucker I'm baiting you So I'll be honest, Peter I, I which like, is better brothers it's, it's or diff- the unfinished one Well the thing is it's very different it's If very I had different. to play one right now and I could not play the other ever Oh which ever? one should I play ever Oh you you have to play brothers I'm literally Oh what okay Fine, but that's fine. Because, <laughs> okay, the thing is, Brothers is more of like an emotional experience, while the Unfinished Swan is just like a really clever kind of take on something. Like it's a clever take. All right, 
well, like it's it's I'm more it's more <clears throat> I would take keep it more akin to like and it's not it's okay it's very this is a very rough approximation because honestly it's nothing like it but it's more like Portal like like say if there's a scale of like Journey to Portal it's on the Portal side while Brothers is on the Journey side. I'm assuming that this is not a slider of quality, but rather of gameplay type. Of 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 a not even gameplay type, but style of experience. So like yeah, because Portal is a humorous kind of adventure yes. story, while as Journey is, we don't have any story. It's just you're just supposed to feel, man. Exactly. Just and, feel. And the Unfinished Swan is more so in the Portal realm than the Journey realm. All right, that's fair. All right, so is. Hmm. I would hope that at some point that would come to PlayStation Plus. I maybe. Honestly, they had it on sale for like three bucks a few months ago, so that's where I bought it. Hmm. All right. Uh, uh, dude, if you need to play it, you can just use my account. Like that. That you might be the case. I I, I I might uh pop into that. Next time point. I'm around, I'll I'll watch you play it. That sa- does actually sound like something that would be enjoyable. That's kind of like how I feel like we have to do these more emotional games when we discuss them because yes, like for those of those who don't know, <laughs> me and Peter have very different emotional reactions to games. Oh my Our, god! Peter like loved the shit out of Journey, and then and you then, you crushed my soul by being like, "Oh, stupid!" I've, nev- I've never been more negative about something <laughs> in like my, my life, and you know I came around. Like I can appreciate what Journey was doing, but people, I think my biggest issue with it was the hype. Um, cause a lot of people like were just starstruck about that game and you I went into to, it expecting yeah. a lot more and you have to understand me and the other people that played it right when it came out, like had no expectations. <laughs> we yeah. Had, that, we had that, no expectations going in. So we we're just like super impressive. Like, Oh my God, I thought this was just a game where you run around in a sand world. <laughs> Yeah, and now, and now all this crazy shit's happening. Oh my god! Honestly, so. I think it would have still been all right if it was that kind of game, anyway. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, there was a there was more to it. There was more to chew on, which I can appreciate. But yeah, so I guess I'll need to play Unfinished Swan, and then you can like not explain the deeper meaning of it until <laughs> I'm like home or something. So, <laughs> so anything else substantial? Uh, substantial, no. But I. Uh, the other thing that I played was Peggle Two. I played. Some I love Peggle Two. Peggle Two I, is great. I, I have played, not actually played Peggle Two. Have you played Peggle? I've played Peggle. Peggle Two is, it's like Peggle but more Peggle. All right. I can't, I can't really say that it's better than Peggle, but I can definitely say that it's at least more Peggle. What makes it more distinct from the first one? So they actually. Uh, so the thing is, they, they the original Peggle had like kind of a semi sequel to it called Peggle Knights, and that basically took the same Peggle Master, the same Peggle Masters, quote unquote, from the first game and just made more levels. This they threw out everyone, brand new Peggle ma- Masters with new powers. So that's that's one differentiating fa- factor, and each one is way more m- unique than the previous Peggle Masters. Like the previous one was like, okay, well, they're all gonna end with Ode to Joy. And you know, celebration. Um, mm-hmm. With Peggle Two, all the different ones, and actually, each of the characters have way more personality too. Because I think they have a higher budget now, so they're able to animate them and have them do funny things and say weird things that they weren't didn't have before. Like Bjorn, 
Bjorn is in it. He's the only returning member. And he's just weird now. Like he's he's making weird sounds and farting. I, I he, he something happened to Bjorn over the years. I don't know what happened, but he's like a weird horse now. Um, but no, now each of the uh, Pickle Masters has a different ending song. So Bjorn brings back Ode to Joy with him, but everyone else is like, oh, I've got the Mountain King, and I've got such and such, you know, you know, uh, classic song, and I don't know. It really. It bring it still has the oh my god I can't wait to finish this because then I will have my celebration music and I will be happy as the as everything is racking up and filling up and more and more points are being added to my score like it's it's that's a feeling some, that's something I've consistently forgotten about Peggle is the end to Ode to Joy and just how satisfying that was it's so and I'm satisfying. glad you reminded me of it. <laughs> But uh, I also played the multiplayer mode with my friend that was over. Don't mm-hmm. play the don't play Peggle Two multiplayer. It's not good. Is it not <laughs> just? Is it not like Peggle before, where it was just like take turns and see who can get the most points? So you take turns, but the problem is you're using the same board, and it doesn't like switch. It's not like it's multiple rounds and you switch up who goes first. The first player always goes first, so there's a distinct advantage of being the first player and that you have the first chance to hit the pegs and I was first player so I won every time <laughs> I, I believe that's exactly how the uh, first peggle that's a terrible it. it should just be like two separate boards of the same setup so that way I get my pegs and he gets it's and it's more of like a one on one like we have the same setup versus we're taking turns on the same board and I just took half the pegs good luck or better yet they well I mean I guess you've clearly shown that it is always in favor of the first player it because I was going to say always. like why not have multiple rounds then but oh yeah multiple rounds if it was multiple rounds totally but there's one round and I won every time and he kept saying hey can I be first player I was like nah dog I'm going to w- win what if you did it like <laughs> this where you had two different shooters oh and on a symmetric board oh and then who like you would have to like just shoot them off as fast as whoever was like the first to shoot it off and See then it that, would just give the points to whoever touched it first. Now that's a twist that I'd love. Like that's the kind of shit I'm looking for. Yeah, at least it would be more balanced than well, it'd be in favor of the person who could tap faster first, but <laughs> then maybe you could introduce a disruptor element or something. I don't know. There are many ways to do it, and the fact that they did it that way seems disappointing. A little bit. Just, yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And I really like um so uh, there's this kind of like ice guy, Bigfoot kind of dude that I play as. The Yeti. The Yeti. And he's just like, okay, he seems like a normal Yeti. He's like, oh, well, I blow and I blow cold air and the board freezes and things move around. And then you get to his celebration and he turns around and his anus is like being pixelated out as he's jumping up and down in celebration. I'm just like, yes. That's not family friendly at all. This is This is perfect. Like. This is great. I love that you did this in this in this ki- supposed kid game. <laughs> supposed. Oh my goodness. There's a freaking Yeti butt on it. Well, I guess it is it is pixelated out, but it's just funny. It's funny. But the the implication though. Oh the implication my of a Yeti ass. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just now picturing a Yeti spread cheek, like just mooning. <laughs> the fu- oh god, that's just gross. It is a little gross. That's a little, yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it was cartoony, so 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Not that I've I'm seen a prude, Top Girl. But... I, I mean, I, there's only a, so many things that can fr- like disgust me at this point. That's true. Oh God. So, did you see any other anuses in games? Oh God, anuses in games. This week, preferably. This week, no. I mean, I watched uh, I watched my buddy play some Mega Man X, but I don't remember any anuses in that one. That just sounds like a rejected uh, Mega Man X character. Anus. <laughs> anus man. Anus. Well, I mean, they stopped, they abandoned the use of the man. Oh, really? Well, I mean, like, all the enemies and, like, he's no longer Mega Man, he's X. And then it's Zero is not Zero Man, he's Zero. And nah. then all the monsters are no longer like Bubble Man or shit like that. Now they're like I'm Mecha Dragon thing. You mm. know, it's have, have you ever played in a Mega Man X game? Uh, I mean, yes, but like I didn't really pay attention to the story. Oh well, yeah, the stories aren't worth shit. But yeah, no, that was one of the defining distinctions that I can recall off the top of my head between the two, and that Mega Man games were always very like. The, the plain Mega Man games were mm. always very simple and that it's like, oh, such and such man. And then Mega Man X was weird because I recall them having like different amounts of bosses. You know how you would always have eight bosses and then Wily's Castle. Yeah. And in X it was always like, well, sometimes there's six, sometimes there's eight. Or maybe I'm talking out my ass. It felt like there were more though. <laughs> it felt like there were either more or less or it could vary. so I like the fact that there's a game called Mega Man X, but there's also a game called Mega Man 10, and they're different games. Oh, Think shit. about it. That, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking, and it's it haunts me. Yeah, wait, was 10 like one of the revival? Yes. Me- yeah. Yes. Okay, because I remember them making 9, and I forgot about 10. Yeah, they made 9 and 10. They're both good games. They're both incredibly hard, too. I As I've, is tradition. I have both of them. I've not beaten a single leather level level in either of them. My God. My God, my mouth. You are having trouble today. Yeah. A lot of trouble. So much trouble. <laughs> and bass. I have a lot of bass. Well, there's trouble in bass. Oh, and, and, Jesus. Yeah, Mega Man. Mega Man! Anywho. So is that your conclusive listing of Peter's Honestly, games Honestly, I probably played more stuff, but I was intoxicated, so I could probably forget some that of it. That <laughs> sounds like a great time. Yeah. All around. I was not intoxicated while playing any of my games this weekend, which probably was a good thing. I'm, like, taking a little break. <laughs> like, I, I've been partying a lot these past few weeks, and I don't think I can continue in this state. And I had PJs last night, so I was not in the mood to put beer in my belly. <clears throat> For those who don't know, PJs is a really, like, greasy spoon subjoint, and they put all kinds of trash on their sandwiches. All kinds of trash. It's delicious, though. Anyway, yeah, so I guess consulting my list, uh, my component cables came in. Oh, boy. Yep, just to kind of continue last week's discussion, I, I don't... F- Oh, my God. It's like night and day. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, like for real. Okay, so that's the thing I wrote in here, this note. Ah, uh, this is how I remembered it because I don't know if there's something... Like, I know that playing older games on newer TVs makes them kind of like look like shit 
Yeah, it's, pixels. it's rough. It's rough. Yeah, it's real bad. And so I recall like 12 looking a lot better just because it wasn't so splotchy. Yeah. And then these component cables, of course, they've probably upped the visual fidelity more than the original when they were on my like shitty 4x3 screen. Oh, yeah. Totally. But it's still like this is kind of how I remember it because now facial features are more distinct. But I think one of the interesting things about Final Fantasy XII is it kind of gives insight as to how they've done their graphics for a lot longer than I thought they had. Like, the thing about thirteen was it was a beautiful-looking game, but it was because the character models were so, like, intensely detailed. Yeah. And then the environments were a little bit more flat. They weren't bad-looking. They were just flatter. And then putting the component cables into twelve, a PS2 game, character models fucking fantastic it looks mm-hmm. amazing and then i realized that some of the environments are like super primitive like polygons you know yeah so I, f- I felt like they also did that in 10 but maybe that was just the remake because they i know they upgraded the um the character art on the remake but i don't know if they changed the backgrounds that much they probably did and i think that's it's kind of like the resolution of a, a crt or you know, just one of the older TVs. Yeah. I think it was mm-hmm. a great equalizer. In because that you couldn't really tell the backgrounds that much when it comes to the detail. Right. With, it, it with ma- an old-ass TV. It made the backgrounds look better and made the characters look worse in a way. You know, because it, mm-hmm. it made the backgrounds look better because it obstructed the primitive shapes. And then it made the characters look worse because it made these detail, uh, high-poly character models look worse. So it it made it kind of like come together better. And now when you're using component cables or using like HDifying stuff, it becomes very clear, very fast that the polygons on the characters are much higher than those on the environments. So, yeah. So it was like by and large looking at some of the cutscenes in 12, very apparent that it was a very good looking game. And then there were others where it's like, ew, <laughs> gross. Like, I don't want to look at that in that direction anymore. That's bad looking. Ugh. So, I tried to play some more of it. Uh, Again, I'm like 60 hours into my save, and I kind of have some understanding of where I'm at right now. So, it's like, good. Everything's good. I'm like, good to go to start up again. And I got to my next, like, the next city after minimal fighting. And immediately, I had to do a bunch of, like, mini quests. Like, I had to go to people and relate stories to them so I could get these things called cuts. And then these cuts let me get or chops, I'm sorry. And these chops let me take a taxi deeper into the city where I needed to go. It was like trivial bullshit that I didn't need to be bothered with, but mm. it made me bother with it. So, and after that, like bullshit, I'm like, you know, I'm done. I don't have time to do this <laughs> right now. I, I remember now why I don't play many JRPGs because yeah. that's kind of like one of those things that you could credit 13 for is that they cut out a lot of trivial bullshit like it was mostly combat and then story beats while well, as 12 got a little bit more into the side questy nonsense that wasn't yeah. as fun I think also might have been that because of how uh, 12 was try- trying to be kind of like an MMO but single player Mm-hmm. so there's probably a lot of like kill this many rats and stuff like that. There <laughs> Those are, kind there, of side quests. Yeah, there's, there are certainly those side quests. They certainly do exist. I, But it wasn't, like, as bad. Like, I think what made 12 good, and I think 12 at the time got a lot of shit. And over time, people have softened on it a little bit. It's kind of the Majora's Masks 
of Final Fantasy games and mm. that it did things so incredibly different that people were not willing to accept it. But over time, they kind of have come to recognize that, oh, you know what? This game is actually okay because people describe it as an MMO. And I think that's super disingenuous because it does, one, you're controlling a party of three. So it's already different in that. Mm-hmm. Two, you actually have to like kind of program the AI which is much better than an MMO. Like, it's not just hack and slash. You can actually say, oh, if enemy is weak to lightning, use lightning attack. If enemy is put to sleep, then do something else. Or if he's not asleep, do this. So it's a little bit more freeform. And the side quests that do exist are usually hunt this unique monster, which sometimes they are reskins, but many other times they are unique in their own right. So, you know, it's... There's not as many collection quests. They exist, yeah. but not not as badly as MMOs, if you know what I mean. You know, it's yeah, totally. It holds up. So it's, it's kind of it's kind of interesting how what your what sort of environment you're in can kind of um, can kind of change what your your per- perceived opinion of a game is. Because you were saying like, oh, a lot of people d- had trouble accepting it. Okay, so when I was a kid. All I read was Game Informer, and they gave it, a, like, a 10. So in my mind, it was like, oh, everyone fucking loved that game. When really, you look back, it's like, no, it was definitely a mixed a mixed uh, feelings, and just I happened to read Game Informer, and they fucking loved it. So it's kind of, kind of interesting. That's something that, like, I feel happens very frequently with Final Fantasy, because in spite of Square, like, now they're kind of shit. They're a lot... Okay, they're... they're they have some merits to them, but yeah, they're a little bit more shitty. Yeah. But it was the same way with 9, where 9 was the last in the PlayStation trilogy, I guess, of Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. And when that came out, probably the best critically acclaimed Final Fantasy game, like, to this day, probably has the best scores or aggregate mm-hmm. of scores. But at the time, and even somewhat into today, people hated that game. And it wasn't because it did anything particularly bad. It was because the art style... You know, seven and eight had set this precedent of more gritty, yeah, realistic, and then nine was like whimsical, cartoony, and that's what got a lot of people hung up about it. So, and now, as I guess gamers become more adults or become adults, yeah, they are a lot more willing to concede to the fact that you know what, this might not like be the, it wasn't the most appealing to me as a teen, but as an adult, I can get why people like this. So, yeah, totally. So, either way, it's uh. I like 12, and I do actually intend to continue playing it, even though that one part kind of hung me up. Excellent. Um, I guess uh, I've also been... I started Diablo 3, so... Yeah, I saw you playing that. I Yeah, and I'm still playing it, and... Oh, goodness. So, yeah, I finished up my other PS4 game, so it's like, well, you know what? I could ho- trophy hunt in GTA 5 and, like, you know spend the rest of my days trying to get gold medals and all the dart challenges or I could just play another game and I played Diablo (laughs) and so far I'm really liking it oh boy I mean I don't know how much you what do you actually are you are you on the treadmill have you entered the loot grind I have no actually and that's kind of what I like about it so real quick tell me what you know about Diablo like Diablo 3 specifically I guess clicking marketplace yeah, no, I mean it's a you know it's a uh, 
you know, over over top third uh, view, you're uh, attacking things, you're get, getting loot, you're upgrading, uh, you're uh, going to higher difficulties to get better loot. Um, if you're on PC, you're clicking like a madman. And that's basically what I'm doing on PlayStation <laughs> 4 controller. Uh, one thing, okay, so I started playing this with the pretense that normal was too easy. So I've yeah. jacked it up to expert, which is one step above hard, which is one step above normal. So mm. I was actually at the highest unlocked difficulty. And I've probably died like six times over the course of about five hours of play, four hours okay. of play. Probably a little bit less than that, but still, I it has not been too difficult. And I think one thing I like about this game so far is it is kind of, it cures completionism. I guess is the best way to put it. So like how so there are so many unique items and then everything is like randomized. Yeah. So there's no possible way of you getting, you know, there's no, there's no collect guide. You say that, you say that, but there are people that have probably gotten every item in the game (laughs) by playing it for thousands and thousands of hours. I think that, well, the thing I guess to go on about it is like, there are many, you know, like you might have a basic bow or a basic sword. Yeah. Those items exist, but then there are so many modifiers on it mm-hmm. that it just kind of like it invalidates collecting them. You know, I, I, I like games like Skyrim, more Western based RPGs. You get you have items and then they might be very situational. And in this game, it's kind it's more class oriented. Like, I'm playing a Crusader, which is very tanky. So, I don't really n- need to care about magic damage. I just need to care about absorbing hits hmm. and sometimes dealing damage. And you can, you usually want to go one in one direction or the other. So, if I have a character build, I want him to be predominantly focused on either sucking in damage or dealing damage, but really meeting in the middle is not an option or it's not ideal. Mm-hmm. So... Really, I'm only keeping around one set of items that can maximize one of those two characteristics. And I think another big thing about it that kind of makes it, um, you know, cure completionism is that items become obsolete very quickly. Like, insanely quickly. Like, in my three hours of play, I've gone from dealing, like, 50 damage a hit to about 3,000 damage a hit. <laughs> and my item, like, within a single quest line, you could upgrade your main weapon, or you would have a new weapon probably three times. Yeah. Just because they get insanely good, insanely fast, or they just get better, objectively speaking. So it's, you know, there's no reason to keep one item around very long because now if I were to look back at, like, one of the rare weapons I got early, earlier on the game, it'd be complete shit, and there's nothing good about it. So hmm. you, you're kind of more willing to part with stuff a lot faster just because there's, like, literally no situation you can ever see yourself using it in. And that and, like, there's an upgrade system, yeah, but, again, your weapon becomes obsolete so fast that the upgrades you make to it are not enough to keep it current, you know? So yeah. why why dump the money and the grind into it so i've just been kind of blasting through it i haven't really like gotten caught up on like grinding or anything it's 
one of those games where if you just keep playing the story, you'll encounter stronger enemies, which will give you more experience. And then, it you know, you, there's no real areas early on where you could call it a grinding spot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I'm enjoying it. I think they took out the marketplace a while ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. But... And, and it's kind of been, like, revisionist history of, like, everyone fucking loves that game now, but go back a few years, everyone hated that game. Like, everyone was pissed off about the marketplace, so they, they've done a good job of doing damage control and fixing everything. There's kind of a common theme here, because I remember when preview shots of this game were out, one of the biggest criticisms was how cartoony it was. I know! This Which, is, it's a Blizzard game. Like, they're is, all cartoons this now. This is the shit that pisses me off whenever, like, people try to say, like, oh, because of the art style, it's going to suck. It's like, no, like, some people just like good art styles. Like, not everything has to be Call of Duty bro shooter gritty. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah, and I think they've done a good job, like, kind of trying to stick with their original vision. But yeah. they're, they've been accommodating, too. Like, the game certainly has a little bit more... Uh, darker colors to it but there's still a lot of blues and like browns oh yeah and, and vibrant browns not just like oh it's brown it's like <laughs> oh this is a reddish brown i like just the idea like of a pops. vibrant brown it's it's tough to describe but if you play the game you'll totally get it it's mm-hmm. it's like harvest like you're in wheat fields during the fall kind of brown you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah totally so yeah and my friend john my roommate he spent a lot of time with the game when it first came out or well, within about a couple months of it coming out, and he like picked my brain about what the game is right now and this state on the PlayStation 4, and he apparently kept up enough to know that the Reaper of Souls edition, which is the console version, was actually really good. And he's like, yeah, when this came out, it was shit, but now it's actually good. So apparently, I, I guess a lot of people agree that now it's mm-hmm. completely okay. Yeah, because a lot of it was that the market just broke the game. Because it, it was a paid market, and people were farming these items and selling them for exorbitant prices. So it was kind of ridiculous. It makes me wonder, though, if they have also changed the randomizer at all, because obviously, like, you know... Oh, market- they, de- they definitely have. As far as I can, from what I've heard, they've made it more common to find some of the more rare items, because they had to make them so rare because people were selling them on the market. Yeah, that makes more sense to me. Because it, w- it is one of those things where I'm like, I would not be opposed to the idea of a marketplace because, honestly, the only people that can really hurt is PvP. Yeah. And Diablo's PvP is not... I mean, it's not bad, but it's never been a highlight. Like, literally everyone I know who has been enthusiastic about this game, it's always been group PvE. Like, it's the co-op aspect. It's the Borderlands, really, you know, mm-hmm. of it's playing the game that's the fun part not necessarily playing against other people so I never really th- saw it as anything special or anything like super game breaking but when you put it into the context of oh they were reducing rarity to accommodate this I totally get it mm-hmm. so yeah it's a good game I'm playing it right now I'm going to continue to play it I need someone to play it with I, I actually I'm not sure if it has no, I think it's just land multiplayer. Never mind. Oh, really? I think that's the case. Yeah, like I. Oh. Yeah, it. I mean, it's a four-player game. Yeah, yeah. So you'd think, oh well, maybe I can plug in four controllers, and you know, maybe they're. I haven't actually dealt with it too much, but it seems right now, I only have an option for, uh, for land. 
Yeah, invite friends. Yeah, I don't think I can do it. That's local. weird. I thought I thought there was a, a um, I thought there was a local mode where with with at least two players because I remember people getting upset that you couldn't manage your equipment both at the same time. Huh. Uh, yeah, I it's something that calls for more investigation because <laughs> I'm just looking at what I see right now and it has like, oh, invite your friends. So, who knows as of right now, but yep, yeah. I'm going to keep playing this and I just kind of miss RPGs like, like this, you know? Mm-hmm. That's just, it's a genre that I've been away from for a long time. I kind of like dip my toe back into the water with Final Fantasy 13 recently. And that game's all right, but it's very much like they did a good job kind of westernizing it or making it more accommodating to Westerners. But then this game is a lot more, no, numbers everywhere. (laughs) They turned off floating damage numbers by default. Yeah. That that seems insane to me. Why would you do that? I don't know. Some people don't, don't like it. I just, it just, it, it runs contrary to what I know this game to be. In my mind, at yeah, least. totally. Yeah, so, I want. I want to see the numbers. Yeah, I want to know how much damage I'm doing. So, yep, that's a. Uh, that's what I've been doing in Diablo three, um, and I guess like one last thing. I haven't. It's kind of it's. So you've had trouble with Best Buy, right? Yeah. Well, I've had trouble on the opposite. <clears throat> the opposite kind of side of retail yeah i've been trying to see what it would take for me to get foreign copies of games i already own okay so to fill this backstory i have like 40 40 plus dollars in amazon credit sitting in my wallet yeah and i'm like well i don't know like i don't really have anything substantial to spend this on let's see if i can actually get like a foreign copy of a game on amazon well it's gonna be hard to get it on amazon well, clearly, and eBay would be a lot easier. Yeah, and I'm not necessarily sure how I would filter that, but regardless, I just had to go hunting because I thought, well, you know what? <clears throat> I'm minoring in German. I would like to get a game where I could play it in the German language. You know what series has all of the languages on the disc? Uncharted. Yes, this way yep. you play it. No, I've I've played Uncharted one in German. Yeah. Um, but yeah no like that's what I was thinking but honestly I would like there are other game series that I would like to try in German like you know Dark Souls in German or just something else mm-hmm. um, not necessarily super story focused but something that I enjoy playing that adding this twist or something that I need a reason to go back and play and that's really fucking hard because when you go online and search German import video games, yeah. you get a lot of shit about how German Germany censors everything. Oh yeah, they pretty much a German version of game of a game is usually a gimped version of a game. Well, yeah, totally. And I mean that I mean it's like I fine, whatever. That's not a concern to me. I just want to play it in German. Yeah, yeah. And just finding out like, okay, well, but can can I buy this? And they're like, <laughs> "Well, you can go to this website and buy games." And it's like it's uh, UK games and stuff like like games that have been rated by UK's board. Yeah. Or I think I think they do PEGI as well, right? Do they do what the rest of Europe yeah, does? Yeah, I think UK? so. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do yeah. PEGI. Yeah, because Germany has its own separate thing. So, like, yeah, I was looking at PEGI, and it's 
one of those things where it's like, I'm not sure about this. Like, is this in German or not? Should I just go see if I can get Austria? But then how do I like search for Austria? Because yeah. that uses German language. And like just trying to find out, okay, so it, this is a game in the UK. Can I get a German? Will it play in German if I like yeah. set it to it? Well, and honestly, even if you bought a game from Germany, it's not guaranteed to be in German. It might just be in English with German subtitles. That's true too. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of like why I was more into something like Dark Souls where... You know, there's not as much dialogue, but there's a lot of text. Yeah. Like in other aspects. So it's completely fine for my purposes. But yeah, just like searching for this shit was hard enough. And <laughs> then like websites. So I tried to find some websites that I could go to to make these purchases. And, you know, it's a bunch of dead hyperlinks. You know, everywhere I go, it's like, oh, yeah, buy it from this place. Dead. <laughs> buy it from this place. Dead. Buy it from this place. Dead. And then the ones that I could find, some of them were, like, in British pounds. <laughs> and it's like, I don't have this. Do you have a gift card? <laughs> no? All right. Good talk. So I eventually found one website, and I, I might need to try it, but I guess ultimately the problem I have is, like, I could not use these Amazon credits. Yeah. And finding foreign games is, like, apparently more difficult than I originally thought it would be. Because I thought it would be a, something as simple as, oh, it just changes to www.amazon.de and then just have them mail it to me. I mean, I'm surprised you couldn't just do that because I know as a person from the Amiibo community, I know that a ton of people go to the Japan or uh, UK sites to buy their Amiibos there because there's a lot more supply in those regions. And yeah. then they have them shipped to America. Well, and the big problem is it's like, well, in order to make a transaction, you have to have a German address and a German credit mm. card. I have neither of those. I have a German address I could probably, fa excuse me, fake, but I don't have a German credit card. So Interesting. And, and that's what kind of taught. You just use PayPal. I, oh, PayPal is uh, non... Can you do that with Amazon? Well, I, I guess... I thought the, so. Maybe not. I don't know. Like, that seems kind of counterintuitive just because they're, like, part of competing services, but... Yeah. Regardless, yeah, it was... I just wanted to use those credits really more than anything, and it's like, oh, yeah, I want a German copy of this game, and then I would go to Amazon.de, and it's there. And it's like, yeah. it's staring me in the face. I yeah. want it, but alas, I cannot acquire it. Also, it doesn't help that you're trying to buy from a region that typically people do not want to import from. Yeah, that's, that's like, true, a too. A ton of people want to import things from Japan, but I've never heard of someone being like, I need that German game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, German games oftentimes are gimped, but fortunately for my purposes, there wasn't anything I was, like, looking for exclusively. Yeah. Um, That and... You might I, just need to go to Germany. Uh, I'm never buying shit from Germany again. It's so goddamn expensive. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I wanted to honestly see if I could get, like, something a little bit older, but then I realized that PS1 is still region locked on the PS3. So yes, it's yeah, because yeah. I was like, oh yeah, maybe some like German PS One games like Final Fantasy Nine or something, something that I like would like to experience again. And now it's all like German. You so could I mod could, your PS One. Well, I could also just download an ISO with yeah. the German language. But I yeah no, I'm not modding my PS 3s <laughs> PS One thing. Not even sure how I would do that. Well, you'd you'd have to use a, an actual PS One. Well, yeah, that's then there's the difference because I don't have one in my possession. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, 
it's tough. Yeah, it, it, with current day games, it's a lot easier since basically nothing is region locked anymore. <laughs> Nintendo, uh, except for Nintendo. <laughs> um, but yeah, with older games, it was a rigmarole to play out of region games. Yeah, and I guess that's just what hurt the most is that, oh, it's easier now than it's ever been. And now it's like, well, the actual acquisition part is what's <laughs> difficult. Yeah. Because I have all these guides for getting shit from Japan, but none from, like, Europe. Because who wants stuff from Europe? And it's like, well, I don't want it for the exclusives. I want it for the language because we got Spanish and French. Yeah. And that's, like, not fun to me. You, so, can just, you, you just need to find games that came out in America that have all the languages. Uh, but I don't know do. which ones do. You got to th- do that list. I know, I know Uncharted does. I don't know what else other series do. It's just finding it because that's like, for some reason, that's information that's never like really out in the open. Yeah. I guess unless you look at it on the back of the box, but then you actually have to have the game in your possession mm-hmm. versus at least with PAL, I know I'm getting at least text in that language, you know? So. Yes. So, I don't know. I don't want to spend 20 bucks on something just to find out, oh, actually, this is not what I'm looking for. So, there's that. That's what I've been up to. We can transition into news. News. All I really wanted to talk about first, though, was how the Order 1886 (laughs) did, in fact, suck real bad. I told you. it's disappointing. I told you it was suspect. I yeah no you no I I believe it no like I it it's one of those things where previews are so fucking difficult yeah to wage because once upon a time pre previews were just hype builders mm-hmm. and now I, it's hard for me to take them seriously so but yeah that was real bad the thing that is an, that annoys me is that a ton of people are a ton of like stupid people are taking the stance of eh, it's short that's why it's bad it's like no. The game being short is not why it's bad. It's bad because it's just not a good game. <laughs> right. It's like, you know what other games are short? Mirror's Edge. Yeah. Like, you could almost attribute a lot of the problems with the order to Mirror's Edge. The only difference is the Mir- Mirror's Edge was trying something different, and the order has been do- is doing shit that's been done time and time again. Yeah. And it does it with, like, complete lackluster results. It's also kind of hard to justify the amount of time that they've spent on it and they've spent hyping it up for it to come out the way that it did. You oh, know? yeah, totally. It, it just it feels like a game that either needed more time or should have been a launch title. Yeah. And, yeah, that I guess that's the most frustrating part is it really calls into question how many how much resources were put into just the graphical fidelity of this over Dude, the actual gameplay a ton like the game looks gorgeous like it is probably the best looking PS4 game exactly but then like to have it be such a dull like just yeah. game and then to have it come out at a $60 price point and it's like dude like you the amount of time you were given was substantial you the know price, the price will drop quickly Oh It'll yeah. Drop. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't like a PS Plus game in like a while in a little bit. Yeah, uh just something to like justify just how like boring it is. <laughs> so, yeah, I just I want to touch upon that real quick cuz yeah. it just I don't know. 
fuck that game. Oh my god. <laughs> so, I guess we can uh, let's move on to news. News. Tell do me you, what you got. Okay, do you have anything, Joe? If not, I can just I can just roll through this. I can roll. Um I am browsing my list real quick because I reference a website. I don't have anything. You know, you you should roll first. I'm going to rock and I'm going to roll. You know why? Because Rock Band 4 is rumored to be in development. <laughs> is rumored. Terms it's, and conditions rumored, may apply. It's it's rumored, but come on. It's it's been so obvious. Like everything is pointing to this. They've brought back DLC. They had that entire like survey that they sent out to everybody that I that I filled out that was asking, "Hey, you want to do Rock Band?" And I was like, "Yeah." I do. Give me. Give me a new one. <laughs> Please like, give me one. I so need now, it. Yeah. So now these, there's these reports coming from sources. They're like, hey, they're actually working on it now, which I take it as they're probably in early talks. Like, it's not going to come out for a while. Like, it, it, I think, like, development might, it, it, if anything, it's just now starting because they shipped Fantasia at the end of the year last year. Mm-hmm. So now they've probably got a big, a whole big team of people that are like, hey, we need stuff to work on. That's where Rock Band comes in, so they're probably going to start working on that. Um, but rock, the thing is, Harmonix actually commented, like made a response to the rumor. Basically, so I can read it verbatim or I could summarize it. I don't know what you want me to do. Um, Whichever is more... We're excited by how enthusiastic our fans have been in regards to our most recent DLC releases, and we think it's awesome that people are speculating about the future of the Rock Band franchise. While we don't have anything to announce, hundreds of thousands of unique users, like Peter, (laughs) are still actively playing Rock Band games each month. This passion our fans has shown for Rock Band over the years suggests suggests that Rock truly hasn't died, and we've always been clear that we'd love to return the franchise when the time is right. Hmm. So yeah, basically they've said, yeah, we're going to make another one eventually, of course. That, that's what I get from this this statement. So, so then my question, and again, this is speculation because this is rumor. Do you think this is actually going to come out as a, like, I mean, it'll probably have the Rock Band label on it. Yeah. But do you, how close, I guess I cannot necessarily envision this coming out with full peripheral support, or if it does have peripheral support, it being as, like, Define substantial. Full. Like, we got up to what was it? We had drums, we had guitar, yeah, guitar with double as a bass, and then oh, the double, we also the, had piano. Double bass is like, don't worry about the double bass. The double bass is easy. Like you put a splitter in there, you got two pedals. Like it's not a shut up, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> it's not as it's not as demanding as you think. No, it is. I mean they also had a keyboard. They had keyboard and stuff like so that, and then they had microphone. Is there any chance that they might actually like? So they, back. so they had microphone and they also had harmonies. Um, I don't see them toning it back because all these new DLC releases have all those features. The only thing that I think that they're gonna cut out. So this is the, if this is what I think they should do. They should keep all of the core instruments, which I call the core instruments, the first four that were released. So drums, bass, guitar, and vocals. Um, have harmonies for the songs that that is appropriate for. Like for any of the songs, they can just cut out an instrument and not use it if that song doesn't have it. Um, Have keys, um, because there's a lot of songs that have keyboards. Uh, 
what I think they should cut out is the pro stuff. And when I say pro, um, I would say keep the pro drums, but they had spe- very specific song because pro drums is built in. Like they, when they program a song for regular drums, th- their their system automatically makes a pro drum chart. They they were very smart about how they did that. Very smart. Um, but no no more pro guitar or pro bass um, because everything that I've read and it, it also is reflected in the price of those those when you buy pro guitar and pro bass tracks those always cost extra and they never they never come with the actual song you have to buy the song and then buy the pro bass or pro guitar upgrades um, those are very demanding because it's basically them charting out the real notes to the song um, on a real instrument so I don't think those are going to come over I think that that would be smart for them to not have them come over and as far as like the actual release they gotta they've gotta make it a digital like maybe have a retail one that has maybe like 40 or 50 songs or something at like not full price like it can't be full price it needs to be like 40 bucks like maybe have a digital like like a physical version but also have a digital one that is just it is just a base game and then you pick like a la carte either from your DLC library or buy new songs you know of, yeah. of, like they need to start making this into like a platform well it already is a platform but make it even more so just it is a platform and I really hope that they can make that subscription service that I was talking about where like you can just subscribe for a year and get all the songs because I feel like buying songs one by one is good for some people but for me where I'm buying so many songs it almost makes it worth it for me to have a subscription and I feel like a lot of people are in that situation especially people that want to have a party and they're like well I don't really I don't really have many rock band songs but it'd be cool to have every song for like a few hours tonight while we're having this party like I feel like a lot of people would be in the situation of like sure I'll lay down five bucks for like one day subscription to rock band Mm-hmm. so it could be cool if they try to do the subscription model do I think they're going to do a subscription model Honestly, no, but I think it'd be really smart of them to do it. Yeah, I do believe that there's going to have to be, like, at least a little bit of, like, for not tone back, but, I, yeah, they're going to have to, like, kind of reel it in a bit and return to basics because going balls to the wall so quickly yeah, would be probably a mistake. Totally. I th- I th- they're definitely going to reel it back. Like, I don't see them doing the pro instruments. I don't... I see this being a, a much simplified game compared to Rock Band 3. And, and then there's nothing wrong with Rock Band 3. It's, I mean, technically it is the best Rock Band game, but in a lot of ways, there are ways that Rock Band 2 is better than Rock Band 3, specifically stability. Like, Rock Band 3 is, is notorious for glitches. So mm-hmm. if they can take that engine and really spruce it up for next gen... Honestly, they didn't. They don't even need to make a new engine. They could just take the existing Rock Band Three engine and fix all the bugs. So it, it could be a pretty easy development cycle. You know, it, I don't think they're gonna. They don't need to put that much money into it. I guess that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They could just take their existing engine and just fix it because. I don't know. This is getting to the nitty gritty, but there are some really like annoying bugs in Rock Band Three. Like, um, some of the songs are just louder. Just randomly, they're just louder. Um, it seems like it's more of a balancing thing, but you'd think that they'd have like an auto balancer that would balance all the tracks. Um, also, some people were having their speakers blown out because the background, like audio for the game, is like it gets weird sometimes. 
to where like, oh, this this clanking glass in the background literally blew my subwoofer, <laughs> like stuff like that. And then um, the the most infamous one that I see all the time is that whenever a character is wearing like a hat or some hair not always but like there's specific ones that you can f- make this happen the hair is just jostling around their head just pop- bopping up and down like really weird like and sometimes the microphone is like jostling back and forth in their hands so like yeah I hope that they can fix some of that stuff alright so rumored to come out it'll I'm just gonna th- go out there it's going to come out like these rumors are just formalities like they we know it's coming they've had so many hints they they've brought back DLC why the hell would they bring back DLC if they weren't going to release the game you know it wouldn't make any fucking sense it probably Um, also is better for them to come out now while the music and peripheral like rhythm game market is dead totally they are they are filling a void I mean the thing is these guys the harmonics guys they were the ones that brought it in like to Vogue in the first place. So if there's going to be a, a team that can bring it back, it's them. Like they are the kings of this of this game. Like they created Guitar Hero. They made Rock Band. Like they are the A team when it comes to rhythm games. And no one is going to have the balls to like get back in there because we already know how Activision feels about rhythm oh, games. You Activision. Know, like- Activision's fucking assholes about it. Well, exactly. <laughs> so, and that can only work in Harmonix's favor because totally. now they know no one's going to challenge them. Or if they do, they're going to be like a dark horse and probably not as good at it as they are. Totally. Now, Activision only wants to support a series unless they can milk it, milk it, and milk it, and milk it until there's no milk left, which is unfortunate. Mm hmm. But, uh, yeah. All right. So, what else is on the docket? So, speaking of milking a series... Harvest Moon announced for the <laughs> PlayStation 4. Oh, boy. No, uh, a, a new story. Um, Mar- the Mario Party series has officially sold 40 million copies. I remember seeing that number and was actually surprised because it felt lower than it should be. Am I well, alone in that? Honestly, I'm not... I don't think so because... When they were annualizing the series, like, it got to the point where some people just weren't buying them because, well, I have Mario Party 5. Like, how much better could 6 be? All right. Yeah, five, that, came out, 5 came out nine months ago. I don't think I need to get 6. It's like, just, it's one of those things, because when you look at some of the games, like, the numbers on games that came out for, like, the Wii, for instance. Oh, yeah. You, those numbers are inflated because a lot of Wii sold. Totally. So I just assume now that anything that came out on the Wii would at least have... 20 million guaranteed you would yeah you would totally think that but honestly as far as I can remember Mario Party was pretty dead on the Wii like the game Mm -hmm. came out and like no one liked it and then I don't remember anyone like I don't remember any of my friends actually having it Mm -hmm. so like I it was just I think people were more uh, into like the Wii Sports stuff at that point they weren't they weren't roaring up for a party they were roaring up for some sports yeah that's fair that kind of filled the more casual mini game gap totally that Mario Party usually filled itself so yeah so is there anything like notable other than it just like finally hitting that number mark the thing that I find notable is that this is before Mario Party 10 is even out so 
it can only go up. <laughs> Ideally, yeah. For sure. But yeah, I I wanna know what the Mario game Mario Party games have become because like I you know, I red rose colored rose tinted glasses, I remember in, actually enjoying the ones on the N sixty four. Yeah. But now going back to them, it's very clear how like kind of mediocre they were. And I, I I just always remember the uh, I just remember them always being kind of soulless and they would they were always a downgrade visually compared to the other Mario games and I always thought like well why don't they just use the graphics from the other Mario games and just put it into Mario Party obviously like not knowing that these were made by completely different studios and probably they had different engines but. It just always felt weird to me that, like, why does this game look substantially worse? Like, why does Mario Party 5 look substantially worse than Super Mario Sunshine? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> to- no, totally. Like, it's clearly Nintendo's B team to some extent. Like, mm-hmm. is the only explanation I can think. Or, you know, they're not. there's not a lot of emphasis put on them. So, totally. Yeah, so that's... Uh, yeah. So I guess that's interesting that it reached that point. Um, are there? Do you have any like game franchises to compare it to to kind of give some perspective on like what um, is forty million? I know that Crash Bandicoot has sold over forty million. I think it's more close to fifty million at this point. But so it's a little less popular than Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, if we were to take it on like a per game basis, for sure. And yet one continues to live on. Well, one was not bought by Activision, and Activision has no interest in selling a series that doesn't sell 15 to 25 million copies every year. I like how we went full circle on how we talked about milking and then (laughs) went to Mario Party and then came back to Activision milking. (laughs) Oh. Uh, Fuck you, Activision. I mean, in one breath I'll say that I hate Activision there's another breath where I'm just like Activision has some of my favorite franchises but they buy my favorite franchises and then they end up killing them so it's like so they're holding them hostage you can't really love them at that point pretty much and then especially when Sony was trying to make that well not trying but when Sony made that uh, Sony All-Stars game like every interview I've uh, heard has said that they went to Activision. They went to Activision and said, hey, we want to have Crash and Spyro in this game. What's it going to take? And then Activision came in with an ungodly number saying, this is how much money it's going to cost. And they're just like, really? You're going to charge us that much for a series for series that you aren't even using? So they couldn't buy the rights to Crash and Spyro from Activision because Activision wanted too much money for them, even though they're not making any games for them. You'd think Activision would just be happy to get some money from these series that are dead. I was about to say, I feel like Activision does not like to admit that they've sunk, like they're like at a, they're at a loss now. You know, yeah. it's, it'd be like buying his stock and then having that stock tank and then refusing to part with it even as the company goes bankrupt because well, I'm not going to take this for anything less than what I bought it for. And it's yeah. like, dude, just admit you you lost. And they you, bought Crash for quite a sum. So. Yeah, it's like, dude, just admit it. Like, just just part with it now. It's not getting any better. Exactly. And, like, it's just disappointing because there's so much. And, and it's one of the things why I feel that, I mean, it's kind of off topic, but why Sony All-Stars just didn't c- compare to uh, Smash Bros. at all was that Smash has this long history of all these t- 
titles and all these char- characters. But then with Sony, it's like, well, we kind of accidentally sold the rights to all of our characters that really m- gave us our namesake. Uh, so here's all of our new characters, and hopefully you won't notice that Crash and Spyro are completely missing from this game. Please understand. Please understand. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, Mario Party's doing all right, I guess. Oh, it's doing it's doing all right. It's just trucking along. But you know what? You know what? I I I've got another. We got some more leaked news. Some more leaked news, Joe. What are some leaked newses? So I I might have mentioned this on the podcast before, but. Oh, yeah, we did. We had the story about the leaked pictures of the gold and silver Mario Amiibos. They're official. They are not official yet. Wait, what? Okay. Someone in some random-ass country found a sign in their local Walmart that says that the gold Mario Amiibo will be exclusive to Walmart. I'm not honestly surprised. So... Nintendo has said nothing, even though this sign exists and is in Israel and is actually in a Walmart. <laughs> Nintendo oh, has said Nintendo. nothing about it. it but denying things in the face of contradictory <laughs> proof. Um, but we'll know soon because it makes a big deal about like make this a golden Easter. So we have to know about it by Easter, which is coming up. So. <laughs> Um, basically, this is going to be fucking terrible because it's it's been hard enough to get Amiibos at, like, stores that don't suck ass, but now it's going to be, like, dealing with Walmart employees, like, getting these gold Amiibos. It's going to be, it's going to be tough, especially since places like Walmart, they rarely hold to street dates. Like, sometimes you just go in and you're like, oh, this isn't out for three days, but I can buy it right now. So <laughs> I feel like some people are going to like go mad trying to find these things um, because who knows if your Walmart will have already put them out and some guy bought them all. So the question becomes, are you actually going to get one? Because you've wanna, done a good job of getting I, like most of them. I so want to get one. I really do. I'm going to try to, but I'm not going to resort to eBay. Like I refuse to pay more than retail price. Yeah. So if, if I don't end up getting one, then I just don't get one, you know? I wonder if it's actually like it's gold, but is it going to be any more rare than some of these amiibos that have been coming out? They've you called know? it a special collector's edition. So I, f- well, on the packaging, it's they're special all in- special collector's editions. Like they're all fucking gone. Like That's they're the all collector's editions. That's now. what fucking scares me, Joe. Now they have one that is actually supposed to be rare. How fucking rare is this one going to be? Oh goodness gracious! It's going to be. It's gonna be ridiculous. Too rare for me. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. I can only imagine. It's just one of those things where I. It's funny to go online and see people lament the fact that oh no, it's another Mario, and it's like you fucks are gonna buy it anyway. Yeah. Stop fucking <laughs> bitching! Like holy shit. I I kind of like the gold Mario. I honestly, just, I, it's better than normal Mario. Like, if I had a choice between a regular Mario and a gold Mario, I'm gonna take the gold one. I mean, I'm already, like, not in the Amiibo camp, so, like, literally my enthusiasm has never yeah. been higher. And well, some, by never been higher, I mean not high at all. Like, the it's, thing is, like, <laughs> some of the some of the Amiibo people are fucking insane. Like, I've read things on online where these guys are like, I haven't slept in three days because I'm trying to 
be up once the the wave four pre-orders are up i'm like dude like it's not worth it just sleep like it's life is not worth staying up for three days because of these stupid toys like i i maybe check once a day my twitter account to see if there's something going on on like online where like i could get something and then that's it like you need to have a life you can't dedicate your entire life to getting some toys like uh, it's it, scary. Have they like opened up a trade network yet for people who like might got double of say Marth, but they want I mean, another there one? Isn't, there isn't like an official one, but there's definitely a lot of communities. I know on the cheap ass gamer community, um, you can uh, go to the forums and the the people are trading them there. Um, a lot of websites have launched. Yes, a lot of websites have launched just on the basis of being amiibo news sites, and they also have forums where you can trade things. Yeah. Okay, there's a website. Okay, there's two competing. They're not really competing because they kind of work together, but there's Amiibo News and there's Amiibo Inquirer. They're both going to E3. Like, that's how quickly they've grown. And that their their entire website's just based on Amiibo coverage, and now they have invites to E3. That's fucking crazy. It makes me real curious what's to become of those after the hype dies oh they won't exist anymore exactly (laughs) but as of right now they're getting millions and millions of page views every day so Mm -hmm. it's kind of crazy they they were smart those people that made those websites they were smart they they saw a trend and they and they are reaping the benefits of making a website based off of it all right well (laughs) i'm exhausted on amiibo news Okay, what else no do you mo- have? <laughs> let's, let's let's go to some different figures. Oh, Joe, what, what what would you say is like a defining figure of the nineties? Of the nineties? Yeah, Are we something talking that really like emblematic of like nineties, like you know, nineties. Uh, God, what was the word that I'm looking for? Pop culture. Nineties pop culture. Sure. Ah oh, uh, shit. Uh, I mean. I can name off shit that was nostalgic for sure, but... But things uh, that were specifically figures. See, I... I mean, I was born in the 90s, but, like, I was so entrenched with, like... I mean, I guess... So, Seth MacFarlane. uh, See, I don't attribute him to the 90s. Sorry, I I mix them both up. That's a different... Todd MacFarlane. (laughs) Yes, there we go. a very different man. Very different man. Very different man. (laughs) So, you remember how Spawn was in uh, Soul Calibur 2 on the Xbox? Uh, yes. So Todd McFarlane is not happy with the amount of coverage that Spawn's been getting lately. Well, Spawn hasn't had anything fucking relevant and exactly. since fucking exactly. Soul Calibur 2. That was probably the last time anyone gave a shit about Spawn. So he's visited our friends over at Nether NetherRealm and said that, Hey, you have my permission to put Spawn in Mortal Kombat X. I just love the idea that he went to them being like, Hey, you have my permission, not like... Not like they. I'm allowing you to do this. (laughs) Exactly. It wasn't like they were going to him saying, "Hey, we want to put Spawn in." I just imagined him coming in one day and saying, "Hey, uh, can you please put Spawn in the game? Uh, We really could use the marketing." Uh." I mean, it's not a bad idea. I know, but it just reeks of desperation. Yeah, no, for sure. No one. You never approach people. Should be approaching you for licenses, not the other way around. Exactly. But yeah, so Spawn might be in the game we don't know hmm. <laughs> don't, he, they, they have permission that's all we know maybe some hot DLC ooh the that hottest be, 
that would be. All right. <laughs> well, Spawn's trying to make a comeback. Yes. So now I have two more news stories, but they are like entrenched with each other. Um, real quick, because I did actually have one thing I wanted to okay at least discuss. But actually, this is a. I'm guessing it has nothing to do with Iwata, right? No. Do your uh, thing. Do your thing. Do your uh, thing. I should have brought this up earlier, but he blames the me- amiibo shortage on port strikes in LA, yeah. which is bullshit. So because there was already a shortage before the port strike. I mean, yeah, I'm having no trouble getting any of these other products from Japan into exactly. my living room. So I, I, I think he's uh, full of shit. So I, it probably doesn't help, but I have a feeling they were already going to undersupply even before the port strike yep we all we all knew it so i you're a filthy liar iwata <laughs> god anyway, damn it iwata <laughs> so that's really the only thing i have substantial so now we can get on with your uh double whammy okay so these are very so sony uh they're trying to they've been in a restructuring phase for quite some time you know they got rid of their computer line i'm pretty sure that they said they're gonna like basically get rid of their cell phone line mm-hmm. but they have a new three-year plan what do you think they're putting emphasis on with their three-year plan? I mean, video games, probably. Video games, because that's the only profitable part of Sony. <laughs> so they've put great emphasis on PlayStation for their three-year plan. Basically, they're going to be pushing PlayStation as hard as they can, hoping that that will make them profitable. I mean, it probably will. Well, maybe. Can one division account for ten other divisions that are losing money? If you... Well, okay, then that becomes the question of (laughs) do you even fucking keep those divisions around? They should just get rid of them, but remember, Sony's Japanese. There's a lot of honor in Japan. Like, Japan has this concept of honor that is, like, incredibly important to them. They've been an electronics company that made all these products for so long that admitting defeat would be basically losing their honor. Yeah, it's kind of the same like boat with Sega and that how are you guys still around and I'll tell you it's because you guys just can't let go. Exactly. Just let go. So Exactly. Yeah. And, and the Japanese like honor is everything there. Like honor is everything. If they if they stopped making some of their products that like have been around for a long time, that would be very dishonorable. And they would be very unhappy. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, I guess the good news to come out of this, at least, is they acknowledged where they are getting their money from. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of companies, and especially dealing with Asian companies, it, well, you know what, American companies as well, it's always, they never want to seem to admit where the fault lies. Oh, yeah. And who are the overperformers, you know? So it's like, at least with this, they recognize it's our gaming division that's doing it. We're going to put more emphasis on this, and that means that we can expect PlayStation to be around a lot longer because of it, which is, you know, it, it's just, it's at least good for me as a gamer. As someone who has no interest in any of Sony's other products, it makes me happy at least that they recognize that it's the video games that need to continue and not be cut, totally. I guess, is the best way to put it. So. So that's what they are emphasizing going forward. Is that the news story? That is one part of the news story. Exactly. So, and then some analysts have basically predicted, which honestly, I mean, it's kind of silly to do. do well, it, I think it's kind of silly because honestly, you can never really predict these sorts of things. You don't know what sort of trends are going to happen. Like, you don't know what game might come out that might 
pull people towards another console or another. But basically, they've they uh, these analysts have said, hey, the PS4 is gonna basically crush the Xbox One and is gonna be the top selling console of this generation by about twenty million units. That's pretty bold. That's pretty bold. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. There hasn't I, been a gap that big since the PS2 generation. Yeah, honestly, I don't see that. Like, say what you will about the Xbox One, they've done a really good job recovering. Like totally. that that fumble that they had at the beginning. It's like, oh, how are they going to come back from this? And then guess what? They're fucking doing it. They might not be pulling in as much money as Sony because of it, but the fact is they got that install base, so now they can like do anything really and probably make money yeah, off of it totally so. no like i don't i don't really think that it's going to sell out sell by 20 million i think it's going to be i basically think it's going to be a uh it's going to be like a uh situation where like 40 percent of people own xbox ones and like 60 percent of people own ps4s like it's going to be very close if anything else, I yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was similar to last generation, just in that I almost feel, to some extent, every household that had a 360 eventually got a PS3 as well. I mean, I know that's not 100% true. A lot of people. But it was became very commonplace to have both consoles at some point. Yeah. So, like, I almost can see that happening with this generation as well, which is why I'm not confident. And, you know, I don't even think there'll be a 5 million gap when we, like, when the next a set of consoles are You don't out. think there'll be a 5 million? I mean, what are we at with the PS3 and 360? Isn't it it's roughly about a 2 million gap? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It's like a 2 million gap. Um I'm just going to say cuz there's already a 5 million gap. Well, r- right now there already is, but I mean, it's going to normalize, I think, at some I think point. I think it's going to come very close at some point. I think it'll be around a 10 million gap. Like I think it'll be around 10. All right. Yeah, I I think ballpark five to ten million is a good guesstimate. Yeah, um, I, don't, I just don't think it's going to be a twenty million because at no, that fuck point, no, yeah, no way at, in hell. At that point, you're getting to like it's a wash, like or not a wash, but like it's clear a clear winner. You yeah, know? like I haven't seen what was what did the Wii sell? Did it hit the hundred million mark? Oh, dude, yeah, it surpassed it. Yeah, okay, I I couldn't remember if it was seventy million or a hundred million. I don't know where I got that seventy million figure. That may have I been mean, earlier it, it, on. Uh, it was a big deal when it got to seventy million. But then, like, it, it, it crushed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, so, uh, honestly, yeah, Sony, if for them to have a gap like that, would have to come out with not only a shit ton of exclusives, but they would also have to have probably some peripheral or something about it that would attract more, a more casual market. And, yeah. honestly, I don't... For a $400 product, I don't see that happening. Um, yeah. It would yeah. Ha- I mean, they the, would price, have to have the a, price will go down, but... It, I just don't see like with Microsoft's marketing machine, like with that with the money that Microsoft has, like they can basically buy people into buying like into like buying their products. Like they can just market it enough to where it uh they get take that they get on store shelves and such. Um especially with they have Halo and there's a Gears Gears game is undoubtedly coming. Like they have huge franchises that will push consoles. And they so. still have that loyalty install base in America, if nothing else. Like, you know, we everyone took a shit on the Xbox One, like, when it had its missteps. And, yeah. you know, and, of course, I do believe more people in America do have a PS4. But oh, yeah. I know a shit ton of people who still bought Xbox Ones, regardless. Yeah, I even bought one. Exactly. You <laughs> did. But, I mean, even my brother got an Xbox One. Like, yeah. you know, it... it 
it's just one of those things where people it's the brand the brand is very appealing to people in America totally. and in a country of 300 million which is about half of the whole of Europe and twice the size of Japan where consoles aren't even really selling as well as they once did. No, I, Japan's console market is dead. Like, it is, it is dead. <laughs> I mean, the PS4 still hit a million units in Japan, I believe. Which, I mean, it's that's a not... A million that, units it, uh, of the 18 that's million. That's not... But I would not <laughs> call that so dead. Small. I would not... Well, I would not call Compared that... Compared to their handhelds. Like, their handhelds sell amazing there. Well, I mean, uh, and handhelds sell amazing here, too. Maybe not as, like, in... Okay, yes, Arguments on per capita basis, yes, but the fact is, they are still people there interested in buying them. In a country yeah, of 150 but, million people, I mean, the fact that people are buying consoles at all, like, I don't let's know. Let's put it into perspective. The Vita is basically selling more than the PS4 in Japan. Really? The Vita. Okay, yeah, that does actually put it more in perspective. Be they love handhelds there. They just love them. They yeah. eat them up. True. All right, but uh, regardless, the fact is it's there is uh, plenty of people in the world interested in an Xbox One to yes. bridge any sort of gap that even though the PS4 is technically ahead right now, give mm -hmm. it time, uh, get wait for those exclusives and wait for another permanent price drop on the Xbox One. Well, there hasn't even been a permanent price drop yet. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. Wait for it. <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. I mean, I'm not. I can't guarantee that it's going to happen in the next two, even three years. But when they hit 300, uh, I guarantee you, it's going to like, it, it'll that'll be the great equalizer. Even because the, yeah. the PS4, I feel like the people who are interested in buying a next gen console so far have already done so, and a oh, lot yeah. of them have gone with the PS4, the enthusiast market, so to speak. Totally. So we just need to wait for that price drop, and then people on the casual market who do want an Xbox One are going to get those, and then the enthusiast will probably already have it at that point. The way I see it, like Microsoft has gotta drop it permanently to three fifty at by E three time. Like they they just have to. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird. It's uh like the, the like okay, so they got the spike in sales with that drop during the holidays, but as of last month, PS four is outselling the Xbox One again. True. So. So yeah. All right. Well, anything else? That that's all I got. Yeah, I'm just like looking over my new site and a lot of it is discussion about DLC and like just not interesting stuff at all. Not stuff the, I would the actually nasty, the nasty evolve the, situation. The nasty everything situation just DLC in general. Oh, have you seen the Dead or Alive 5 DLC? Dead or Alive 5? Yeah, for the 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 new one. Oh, Dead or Alive Five. I'm sorry, I somehow thought of Left for Dead. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a uh, that's poorly communicated. Oh my god! Someone someone did clarify it at some point, and I read up on it, and it's like, oh yeah, no, it's like 92 because it includes the base game along with all of the content. Like basically, there was substantial overlap, but they did such a poor job communicating it. Doesn't it. tell you that. That's the problem. Oh my god! Yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, for those of you who are interested in Dead or Alive 5 at this point in time, uh, I would recommend just buying the game. And just buy it. It's only 40 bucks. Just buy the $40 game and don't worry about the DLC. Because don't worry about... You don't need the bikinis. It's, that, it's, it's fine. That's the worst. It's almost... It's actually, yeah, a little bit 
gross because ninety five percent of all that DLC is just fan it's service. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, breast physics. So, which I might, might add, it's terrible breast physics. They're not realistic at all. Yep. <laughs> as as one who has seen a pair of breasts in his life. Yep. Uh, yeah, not not uh not realistic in the slightest. So, actually, it's kind of scary. I I actually think there's an option in that game to alter the breast physics. Oh really? I recall someone mentioning that. I have not looked into it myself, but I don't know. So, yeah, that's uh, DLC's weird. <laughs> so yeah, and I'm just gonna give one last scan on my new site, and then from there I will determine if I am have anything to share. Uh well okay yeah, this is kind of important Twitch announced their first convention oh yeah that was kind of a big deal yeah they're having a convention I'm not sure what it'll entail but there'll probably be some Twitch personalities I bet you there'll be a ton of them yep there's probably gonna be uh some promotions for like gear involved with streaming such as capture kits and headsets. Yeah. And there'll probably be su- some appearances by games like League of Legends. Oh, good. Like, like by Riot and by Valve, because that's all that streams anymore. I love those games. I wonder if Blizzard would make a an appearance because StarCraft, <laughs> which hasn't been relevant, unfortunately, in a very long time. I just want to see just one Blizzard employee there. He's like, hey, I'm repping Blizzard. Yep, what, you want to yeah. talk about StarCraft 2? Yeah, that was a good game. You want to play it's some all, StarCraft 2? It's too? online. He's just like the, really creepy about it. And he's like, guys, <laughs> guys, you want to play a game? You want to play a game? This used to be good, man. <laughs> this was the shit. Let me show you my Zerglings. We need to construct more pylons. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Classic. <laughs> this is how games used to be. so yep that's a thing that's happening uh i need to read more into it because it's one of those things where i can understand why it would i think it's in like i don't i'm not surprised because twitch is so integral to the gaming industry right now yeah but at the same time i'm trying to envision what it will be other than like them moving to maybe talking about more hardware because what do you say about league and dota at this point i mean i don't even think it's gonna be the thing is, I'm totally not interested in it because it's not going to be a place where a lot of news is going to come out of it. I just think it's going to be a place where a bunch of Twitch personalities are going to be able to hang out and talk to their fans. Like, I bet that's all it's going to be. Like, nothing nothing interesting is going to come out for, of it, for me at least, because, like, I'm not a big, like, streamer guy. Like, I, that's, the, that's the one thing. Like, I'm, I'm relatively young, and I know a lot of people love the Twitch thing. Um, and I watch a few Twitch streams, but not nearly as many as others. But I almost, I basically prefer archive, ar- I prefer archived video in almost I- every sense. I agree. Like, yeah, conceptually, because uh, the only streamers I follow are speedrunners. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's always kind of a bummer because some of them will be like, hey, I'm just going to play this game that someone suggested I play, and I'm going to try to speedrun it. And mm-hmm. then you just watch them, like, fail miserably at it because they've never done it, like, seriously before. But it's an entertaining to watch. Oh, yeah. Especially when they have a personality about them. And the problem is, like, you have to basically be keeping tabs on them every hour of every day. 
yeah. because they live in fucking Denmark. So they start playing at like what would be four o'clock East Coast time, you know, because that hour difference. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's that's the one thing that ever bums me out. But of course, you can go back and look at it. You just have to be paying attention. So. I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting to hear about, but yeah, I don't expect news to come out of this. So, all right. And otherwise, uh, I guess some gameplay of Final Fantasy XV was around. Uh, game world, it looks like it's going to be more open world based. Uh, not necessarily like a sandbox game, but more in the kind of it won't be as linear as 13, I guess, is the takeaway from it. Nothing substantial. Mm. Uh, I don't really see anything else, so... Okay. All right. I guess uh, it's time to wrap it up, then. You've been listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. You can find me and Peter on Twitch. You can also find both of us on Steam. You can also find both of us on PSN. You can find Peter on Xbox. Live. Live. Yeah, every every day the word escapes me, and I feel like it should just <laughs> become a trend at this point. Um, yes, our tags will be posted in the comment section or the description of this podcast uh, because spelling it out is always a pain in the ass. Yep. You can also see more of our shit, um, past podcasts and videos that we've created at zucchinithumbs.com. If you don't know how to spell zucchini, uh, look it the fuck up. Uh, you can also go to the OSU Podcast Network we work with some other podcasters in establishing a network so that you can hear all kinds of different podcasts from varying subjects Uh, that website is go.osu.edu we have a riddle podcast related to OSU we now have a sports podcast and a dude who reviews hip-hop albums. Oh, really? And just discusses hip-hop in general. Yeah, no, I'm actually super happy because now we at least have like five or six podcasts. So we've actually grown. Um, That's yep, cool. Yep, that kid's uh, podcast is music to my ears. We also have other podcasts like Stranger Talk, which is a grab bag of intellectual discussion by our president, Brandon Merriman. Um, And then otherwise, that seems to be about it. So, thank you very much for listening, and like and subscribe, like and subscribe, follow follow <laughs> me, and uh, like me. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Later. Bye-bye. Bye.